The Relevant You is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Boise. Speak Boise is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Boise, and at their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios, speak and be heard. This podcast is also brought to you by Instant Imprints. Promote better with Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communications experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business, club, school, or group. As a locally owned business, Instant Imprints specializes in making your organization more visible with custom-branded apparel, embroidery, promotional items, print services, and wide-format printing for signs, as well as banners and vehicle graphics. Want a better way to get noticed? Visit Instant Imprints at instantimprints.com backslash Boise or call 208-IMPRINT. That's 208-467-7468. Hi, welcome to the Relevant You podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Benelli, and I help people and companies get back in touch with what they stand for and what they want to be known for, transforming their careers, leadership, culture, and reputation into more energized versions of themselves so they can grow with renewed vibrancy, focus, and purpose, and make a positive difference in their work, their lives, and on society. Hi, everyone. This is Tracy Finelli, and welcome to the Relevant You podcast. I'm really, really glad you found this, and I'm very, very glad that you're here. And since this is episode one, it's probably a good idea to give you an overview of what this podcast is about, um, and also a little bit about my background, so you'll understand where I'm coming from, what I believe to be true, and how that fuels the work that I do, what I stand for, and what I want to be known for, because you're going to learn a lot about that and why that's important, whether you are looking to refresh your career or redesign your leadership, or you know, if you are a leader at a company, either an entrepreneur, a founder, a president, CEO, it doesn't matter. Um, if you're a company that's also looking to reposition or maybe even reinvent itself, But um, my background is that for more than 25 years, in fact, probably closer to 30, I've helped leaders and companies that have truly changed the world find their voice, get clear on what they stand for and what they want to be known for, and then tell compelling stories about how they're contributing to the world we live in. One person, one product, one service, one client, one customer, one encounter at a time. And... In those, all, well, in all my years, um, I introduced the world to online banking and tax filing. I helped define a new method of online perishable goods ordering and delivery. And I explained the role of genomics in personalized medicine. And in doing so, I enabled Intuit to transform personal and small business finances. I empowered ProFlowers to grow into the most recognized name in the floral and e-gift, excuse me, e-commerce market. 
And I guided pathway genomics through a maze of FDA and congressional hearings on the importance of personal genetics and personalized medicine. So I've also navigated the really complex world of crisis, mergers, acquisitions, and endless product launches. I've integrated, built, and led world-class organizations for Dell, Citrix, Quest Software, Hewlett-Packard, and other technology companies. And I've led both culture and reputation strategies for multiple leveraged buyouts, um, initial public offerings, and over $100 billion in merger and, act, uh, merger and acquisition activities. And uh, in the process, I've increased value for those companies. I've taught leaders how to think differently about their leadership. I've helped define culture, and I've also helped establish the, uh, the market reputation. So it's exciting work. And it has been really invigorating work. And there's a lot that I've learned about myself, about leaders, about careers, and about what it means to be relevant. Um, part of that work is that I'm also the founder of the Career Women's Cancer Guide, where I coach women undergoing cancer treatment on how to navigate their career, rediscover their purpose, and create actionable plans to make their future ambitions a reality, which also means helping them understand and embrace the fact that cancer does not make you irrelevant. And so that comes into why do I do this work? What is the relevant you? Well, there's a story behind this. And the story is that after about 25 years of a really really exciting career where I was at the forefront of the internet revolution and I participated and led in bringing to market the services, the ideas, the products and the technologies that now define the digital um, economy. Um, I also went through a great deal of mergers and acquisitions because that's just the way business goes. There's organic growth and there's growth by acquisition. And more and more and more, it's growth by acquisition. And in that process, when you're on staff, and a lot of you who might be listening who've gone through this, when you're on staff and there's a merger and acquisition happening, or anything that happens when you're blending two companies, two cultures, two ideas, two market sets, people start looking at, well, how's this going to impact me? What is this going to mean for me? And how do I protect my job? How do I protect my territory? How do I protect my, my projects and my teams? How do I protect my own role? And I was in that. I was in that mindset all the time until I got laid off. And I was laid off a few times because of mergers and acquisitions and job redundancy and being pretty senior. And there's only you know, rule, room for one at the top. Um, the last time I got laid off, it was different. And I immediately went from being on staff to consulting because I just didn't think I could go through it again. And what I went to do is I consulted with a company that was getting ready to do a spinoff. So that's a form of a merger and acquisition. Um, they were getting ready to do a spinoff. But I was a consultant. I was um, on staff as the interim vice president of corporate communications to help guide them through this process. And I, that meant that I didn't have anything to protect. I didn't need to protect my own role. I didn't need to protect 
projects. I didn't need to protect budgets, resources, or teams. And for the first time, I was able to see very clearly the emotional toll that all of the uncertainty was taking on the people around me. And I had so many people coming to my office who knew about my background, who knew about how many mergers and acquisitions I'd gone through, and were coming to my office to talk to me about their future. And these were really, really good people. These were really, really experienced people. These were really smart people who had a wealth of ideas, a wealth of knowledge, a wealth of information, and they had so much more to contribute. And they thought that they were irrelevant. They believed that their careers were done, that they were never going to be able to find another job that was as fulfilling, that nobody else was going to want them because they'd been with that company in that role for so long, whether that so long was three years, five years. And in this case, some of these folks had been there for like 10 and 12 years. It was a really good company. Um, And they didn't know what to do. They didn't know what their value was. And they were really panicked. And it came down to they did not see themselves for having anything that would translate to other companies. And I found that I was having these conversations with them, helping them understand that they were relevant, that they hadn't missed the boat, they hadn't missed their opportunity. They simply needed to get back in touch with what they stood for and what they wanted to be known for and how their experience and expertise up to that point actually gave them the information that they needed to define what they wanted to do next and the value that they brought. And they were really interesting conversations. And I realized at that moment that while my career had been focused on helping companies navigate those questions and then apply them to their strategies and their market plans and their growth plans, that the same applied to individuals as well. And so that's where the relevant you started. It started with helping people understand that you're never irrelevant, that you always have value and relevancy, that your life experience and that your career experience up to this moment, it wasn't for any, it, it wasn't lost. It has value, it has resonancy, and it has relevancy. But this applies to companies as well that are going through transformations, whether cultural or leadership or even how they position themselves in the market or what they bring to market. You're never irrelevant. It's simply shifting the way you view what you have and making a plan to how how you're going to apply that in new ways. So in a sense, relevancy is about both belonging and resonating. You You know, we're told over and over that to belong, we have to look a certain way, we have to act a certain way, we have to have certain skills, we have to belong to certain groups, we have to believe in certain ideas, on and on and on. And it's true no matter what your age is, no matter your cultural background, your family, your career, even the company you work for or the company you lead. And we're told, both as humans and to companies, that if we don't do, say, act, or show up in certain specific ways, then we don't belong. We're doing it wrong. We're either irrelevant or worse, we're obsolete, individually, socially, or corporately. 
But the thing is, and this is what I believe to be true, is I disagree. No person is irrelevant. Every person, anywhere and everywhere, in this huge, amazing world of ours, is relevant, has value. I fundamentally believe this, and I know this to be fundamentally true. But what happens, either as an individual or as a company, is that we lose focus. We lose our spark. We try to become someone or something else. We try to become what we think someone or another company is doing better. We try to become them. And that's when we lose our relevancy. That's when we become inauthentic. And we lose our relevancy actually to ourselves. And in losing our relevancy to ourselves, again, whether it's an individual or a company, we don't resonate with others because they don't know who we are or what we stand for or what we want to be known for. So relevancy, which actually is the quality of being directly connected to something and as it applies to people and to companies, it comes down to two foundational questions. What do you stand for and what do you want to be known for? Because here's the truth. When you get clear on what you stand for and what you want to be known for, then the actions you take to design your ideal career, adjust your leadership approach, or shift your company focus and priorities, those actions, they become really clear. And when they're clear, they are attainable, they're achievable, and you may even surprise yourself at how you exceed them and open up other possibilities that you may have dreamed about but didn't think were possible, and they become very possible and they become very real. And that is the heartbeat of transformation. That is when you get back to being true to your spark and you connect with your relevancy. And then you start to resonate because people know who you are. They know what you stand for. They know what you want to be known for. And they find that they want to come along on the journey with you. They want to get to know you. They see the value that you bring, how you're going to help make a difference to them and in the world around you. So that's at the heart of the relevant you. It's about you. It's about you. It's about us. And a little bit, yeah, it's about me. Because what we're going to talk about in this podcast is we're going to have conversations. We're going to have conversations with people who have redesigned their career and life focus, leaders who have shifted their approach to guiding and leading, and companies who have adjusted their culture and reputation. And There's also going to be episodes where I share the wisdom and practical skills and advice and strategies that I've learned and applied in my nearly 30 years of real life experience, having a pretty exceptional career, working with amazing leaders at companies that, yeah, you've heard of them, you know them, and you use their products, and I help bring those to market and define them. Um, and the life learnings I've discovered along the way. Because here's the other truth. I've had a lot of moments where I wasn't showing up fully and wasn't my best self. I've had moments where little shifts in perspective 
changed things tremendously. I've had moments where I had zero self-awareness, and I've had moments where I needed to gain a lot of self-awareness in order to recognize my own value and then with clear eyes see the value of those around me. And it's, um, it's a journey. It's a journey. And I believe we go on this journey together. And during those moments, I learned so much, not from what I was doing with the work on myself, but I learned so much from others, from their stories, from their wisdom, from their practical and pragmatic experiences. And that's what I want to share with you, both if you're a company or if you're looking to adjust and refresh and redesign your career. There's a lot of practical and pragmatic advice that I've learned along the way, a lot of expertise. And I want to share that with you as well, because when we share, we learn. And when we learn and when we can apply it and we can see fast change, we get encouraged, we get excited, and we start to gain momentum. And that, my friends, that is when it gets sweet. That's when we see real transformation. It's not through massive change. It's not through here's the fuel, here's the formula, here's the plan. It's through, it's through very focused, very clear shifts in awareness, in application, in priorities. It's getting clear on who you are, on what you stand for, and what you want to be known for. Again, individually, corporately, it applies. So I certainly don't know everything, and I love learning from others on the journey. And again, I believe strongly in sharing widely and wisely the wisdom and pragmatic insights from the road. So I hope you'll join me for the conversations and for the moments of teaching, sharing, and learning together. And sometimes, and I'm going to introduce you to right now, sometimes you're going to hear me talking with my husband, my better half, who's been with me on this road, who's encouraged me, who's supported me, and who is often the source of a lot of reality checks about needing some self-awareness. So I want you guys to meet my husband right now, John Vanelli. Hello, everybody. Glad <laughs> to be here. And I think Tracy's perspective on um, teaching and learning is um, how this thing is going to work. And as she goes through the process of uh, interviewing and um, uh, teaching, uh, we will we will get to uh, some difficult questions and difficult situations that can be understood and easily um, move you forward in your own thinking about relevancy. Yeah, thanks, honey. Um, so I hope you'll join me, and I hope you'll come back. And uh, I want to encourage you to like this podcast on wherever it is that you uh, access podcasts. And soon, I'm a little bit behind Yeah, I'm not a little bit behind. I'm way behind on getting the website up and getting the blog started, but I'll keep you posted as those start flowing as well. It's been interesting adjusting my own career, making shifts in my own career from being a corporate executive to being a consultant and a coach. Um, It's been a five-year journey in redefining and reinventing myself. And along the way, I've been helping a lot of companies uh, refresh and reinvent themselves And I've had the great pleasure of working with a lot of people. 
uh, really interesting people as they redesign their careers and their approach to leadership. So again, we will be covering all of this, not all at once. We'll be doing bits and bites and little bits and bobs, but uh, it's going to be a great journey. I'm very glad you're here. I'm looking forward to getting to know all of you. Thank you so much for joining me. And uh, I hope you come back for episode two really soon. So until then, um, yeah. Hi, honey, what? Hi. So I just wanted to say <laughs> one thing that will make this uh, extremely useful to the uh, listening audience is if you have any um, questions, if you have any thoughts, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Love for you to send in questions. And uh, this podcast will only be as good as uh, the questions you guys provide. Um, and I think that that will uh, help. No, I think that's a great point, and I'm really glad you brought that up. So if you have questions, again, i got to get my website up. Um, but in the meantime, there is an email. It is hello at therelevantyou.com. So I look forward to, again, getting to know all of you. Please send, um, if you have any questions or topics that you want to hear covered or people that you'd like to hear interviewed, but again, thank you so much, and please like me. Um, well, not please like me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, and please yeah. stay relevant. Yeah. <laughs> so please <laughs> like the podcast uh, wherever it is that you access podcasts from, and we'll talk again soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. <laughs> well, you've made it to the outro, and I'm really, really glad that you stayed with it and that you stuck around for the conversation. And I'm really grateful as well. And I hope that you'll come back next week. Um, but in the meantime, if you've got any questions, please go to therelevantyou.com. And be sure to like this podcast on all of the major platforms. I'd really appreciate it. And I look forward to talking with you again really soon. Bye. Bye.